You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Jessica Lynn Verde, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for July 15th. It was on this day in 2016 that a Netflix sleeper hit premiered. Packed with nostalgia, a synth-laden score, and an incredibly strong ensemble cast of young and veteran actors, Stranger Things set records for viewership for Netflix, pleasing audiences both young and old. What went into the making of Stranger Things, and what gives the show a near-universal appeal? Let's take a look. Stranger Things is one of the most fascinating pieces of intertextual work in recent memory. The show is a veritable patchwork quilt of horror, science fiction, and other film and pop culture references. Stranger Things pulls threads from Stephen King, Steven Spielberg, Wes Craven, John Carpenter, Alien, David Cronenberg, and so many more. While it pays homage to many other genre works, it's also one of the most successful original streaming series ever created. Stranger Things, created by the Duffer Brothers, Matt and Ross Duffer, was pitched to producer Dan Cohen, who then brought the pitch to the attention of producer Sean Levy. Once Levy's 21 Laps production company backed Stranger Things, the show was quickly picked up by Netflix. The Duffers are no stranger to genre film and television. While the brothers are perhaps best known for Stranger Things, they got their start with their post-apocalyptic horror film Hidden and their work on the TV show Wayward Pines. According to IMDb, the Duffers wanted to direct the remake of Stephen King's It, but were turned down. For fans of Stranger Things, this is very good news, though the brothers have more than proven themselves up to the task of paying homage to Stephen King. Paying homage in their work is one of the things that the Duffer brothers do best. We'll dig into this more after the break. On this day in 1975, the two spacecraft participating in the Apollo-Soyuz test project lifted off from Earth, the first international space mission between the two Cold War superpowers. What makes Stranger Things work is that the show can be understood completely on its own. A viewer doesn't need to be a horror head, film buff, or even a 1980s pop culture aficionado to appreciate the show on its own merit. The coming-of-age story, the focus on friendship, and courage in the face of real danger are themes for the ages. It's a timeless story in a strange but familiar package, and it works. However, if a viewer is a horror head, film buff, or a 1980s 80s pop culture aficionado, Stranger Things is a visual feast for the eagle-eyed viewer. For example, the first episode of the first season, The Vanishing of Will Byers, features predominant visual references to E.T. the Extraterrestrial. The first appearance of the Demogorgon in that episode is an amalgamation of A Nightmare on Elm Street and Alien. The episode also explicitly references the comic book Uncanny X-Men issue 134, which is the first appearance of the Dark Phoenix, 11, anyone? And Dungeons and Dragons, which serves as a Shakespearean-style play within a play throughout the series. 
this is but the tip of the iceberg. Much ink has been spilled on all the things Stranger Things references. But it's not just a matter of what Stranger Things references. It's what those references do. These nods to other stories within our pop culture pantheon point the knowledgeable viewer to what they may expect within the story. Sometimes those expectations are flipped or paid off in unexpected ways, but that's half the fun. And yet, the show is just as entertaining for those who may be experiencing these stories for the first time. That's the mark of good storytelling. If you're looking to get a nostalgia fix, but also want something fresh, Stranger Things makes for a good viewing option. Trust us on this one. Friends, don't lie. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for July 15th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.